listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, get a drummer some, pipe down, get a plumber some. You are checking out the number one assassinator of lame ducks. Font nigga got the gang tucked like a cummerbund. Young, see, we got a number one giving these niggas another run for they money um the crap table when them dice get hot fonte do shock could you buy money on the spot people want to ask tay why you so mad i say it's because of because comfortable niggas like you ain't mad enough sorry there, there's a bunch of typos in this guys <laughs> that's the war for our minds just intensifies we got bigger fish to fry niggas so batter up we on the battlefield with the monster man pretty soon your own thoughts gonna be contraband they can harass abuse and try to knock us as long as we breathe man they can't stop us hey welcome to the black Test podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on what appears to be a monday yes it is it's a monday it's a monday it's also labor day yes it is and it's also the day that 17 years ago we walked to the justice of peace nigga 17 years we old 17 years ago and uh got married 2002 um, and then went to mccormick and schmidt sure did Afterwards. me you your mom your dad and my mama mm-hmm. and we tried to get married before that but they was like niggas y'all need witnesses we right. was like oh that's that shows you how young we was i thought they just let like people watch you and stuff so yeah they was like no can't be them niggas behind you we need to be somebody else yeah so we uh but yeah man 17 years ago tied to not um you know uh it's, it's also you know the kind of thing where some people still paying off their wedding 17 years from <laughs> the day they got married so we got yes! married for the cost uh that we could afford at the moment yes and it and it i actually worked that day i went to work that day and the next day and i continued to work and it was uh hilarious because people have their own i guess the way weddings and marriage and stuff is, is pushed to most people um is you have the wedding and i'm not knocking people that want that if that's what you want that's fine but it's it's pushed like if you don't do these things your wedding or your marriage is less than like that's the problem i have i don't care if you have a wedding or not y'all do y'all thing but i was satisfied with this and this is kind of what i wanted a couldn't afford it and then um B also we're low key people like we've just always been like Roger Roger more than me but we've just been low key people so this kind of fed our style I actually wore a skort <laughs> old school skort it was a white top and a white bottom it had these pretty flowers I don't I think I don't even think I got the outfit no more these pretty flowers all around it and I wore some open toed uh flat sandals. Uh, there was flexible all on my feet and I was comfortable and we were happy and when I went to work the next day I didn't even tell my co-workers they looked on my hands what's this on your hand I said a ring they said you got married I said yeah they said you ain't tell nobody I was like nah I'm, I'm Gucci like 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 I I was fine I think and it's funny though other people was more disappointed <laughs> that they didn't know more than me getting married they were just disappointed like you didn't tell nobody you didn't make a big deal out of it but there's a lot of things in life that me and roger don't really make a big deal out of that are big deals to other people which is fine but that's we just like to do uh a lot of things low-key yeah same thing i went to work and uh they were like uh i don't know when they noticed but somebody came over to me like i don't know almost noon or something i was like what so what's up with the ring and i was like oh yeah i got married this weekend and they're like 
and you didn't tell us and i was they'd be offended yeah and i was like uh nah i just i didn't think it was you know something y'all would really care about it's not really a big deal that's what's my thing i didn't think nobody cared and they was like um well you should have told us we would have got your card or something i was like y'all don't have to do that you know um and then they went and they actually took up like money um and got me a gift got us a gift card and we used that to get our first vacuum (laughs) come on first vacuum so you know it was yes we i remember us getting our first washer dryer set that was uh, that was we kept that thing for like 15 years yeah we kept that shit to that shit was like nah niggas it just it just gave up the ghost nah we got rid of it when we moved to a place i think that had a part we right right they had them in yeah. like like years ago wash and dryer wouldn't include it with apartments but eventually they was like we'll include them which means we can actually raise the rent for the wash and dryer but uh before we didn't do that and it was uh it was hilarious because uh the, they looked at me being a woman it's hilarious the dude the the person i, I think it was dude they was like your wash and dry won't match i was like a bitch does it wash does it dry now they looked at me like something's wrong with me for not wanting my wash and dryer to be a matching set yeah so we, i was like i don't give a damn about them bitches how much does it cost the matching one is a is is, is uh <laughs> 750 and this is 150 a piece 300 dollars, please yeah we also just at the time didn't have uh you know that kind of money like Mm-mm. i think uh, and i think that's not that different from a lot of people i think a lot of people you know if you get married young you know that's why a lot of people say don't get married young you know because you don't have all the options and all the stuff that you might have later in life and now with kids carrying so much debt coming out of college it's probably even worse and um at the time you know we didn't want to go into more debt Mm-mm. by getting opening up you know credit cards and yeah, stuff to pay for a wedding or too. getting a loan to pay right. for a wedding and stuff like that we had some pressure from uh karen's side of the uh family yeah for, the honey they, they was this opponent because i think i'm not talking about that i'm just saying we because it was like we was got that to move we moved in together right and then right. it was like you know let's go ahead and just make it official and like it was a timetable on that because mm-hmm. before that we was like oh save up money we got plenty of time and then it was like okay your home situation getting a little too volatile mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta uh make this thing official like come don't you know come stay let's get an apartment together and and figure it out and yeah and and and, that, and, and see roger fucked up he promised me he was gonna marry me i was like nigga you promised i'm here <laughs> <laughs> uh well i wouldn't say i fucked up but uh maybe other people would feel that way but i never really had a attachment to this idea of like uh like oh no i'm a i'm getting married i lost right. like so i that i never had yeah, no 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 i didn't mean it like that yeah i never was thinking of it as a thing to put off the only thing to me the only thing that was like put off worthy about marriage was like okay well if you want to have a nice wedding if you want to like have a more stable living situation and stuff but i think we already hear so many of the negatives for people getting married young mm-hmm. you know and and i and i and i understand those i'm not trying to knock those what i but i would like to add a little balance to the equation right because we all know why you shouldn't get married young because mm-hmm. every everyone will tell you everyone will you know they'll fucking cut you off to tell you but 
one of the benefits i think to getting married young was uh the fact that we hadn't had a whole lot of experience with a bunch of other people i think that did help to a certain extent you know and it just depends on your personality but i feel like love is one of those things where you need to be a little bit naive you need to be a little bit corny you need to believe in like like the more cynical you get i think it's the harder it is to do to make something like love work because agreed the enterprise of of what we consider in america anyway like monogamous heterosexual love forever for the rest of your life is is a crapshoot and you it know? don't work for everybody yeah and it's a crapshoot like it's just not it's like a lot of it is luck Mm-hmm. people don't like to hear that but you know you can control how you feel about things but some certain shit is luck man somebody gets sick somebody uh yeah financial straits you have uh people change people cheat people do a bunch of shit you know um and uh jobs and stuff like that like you just never know all the things that can affect you outside of your house yes sir you think you're doing fine because me and roger could both of us have been unemployed at some period of time yeah and so we've gone through things that you know i would say are less than ideal but almost every marriage is going to go through it at some point you know and then it's kind of like what are you going to sacrifice you can like you can gain all this wisdom and experience and get your own independence over you know over the years and hopefully that works for you and so you're coming into the marriage with more of a like even if it doesn't work i know who i am already and i and i and i completely get the benefits of that oh yeah um, you know what you want like yes i completely understand that but we've like learned together who we are and who yeah. individually and together and uh, we've like um matured together you know we've uh uh gone through the ups and downs of different you know health and 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 wealth and uh all the things that that just come along with it Mm -hmm. and you know i think part of that was being able to be young and resilient and have some hope that things work out you know that you know certain situations happen i mean we've all done i I experienced it through friendship is uh because you know obviously romantically it's me and karen but uh i experienced a lot of people's hurt through friendship where i'm like Mm -hmm. oh you've been hurt before and so your first reflexive instinct is to cut people off or your first your first instinct is to like have a blow up and cut somebody out and all that stuff you know so those are things i experience where i'm like oh man like there's a like there there's other ways to navigate this stuff and you just never know how it's going to turn out but yeah man uh we've we've really been uh very fortunate you know and uh it's really awesome to be able to celebrate our anniversary with our fans because we also made it the blackout tips day mm-hmm. and so many people today were taking pictures out and about so many they've been sharing them on social media and i've been sharing them on social media and since this is a labor day um people have been you know sharing their pictures and uh you know i forgot that this time is a labor day like it was 17 years ago so you got people that actually got the day off right so there's a lot of people taking pictures but they in the house it's like oh, i'm laying in bed watching uh, the, i'm at the beach watching netflix with the the blackout tips or whatever no the beach is outside the house can oh my I'm bad saying, inside the house 
there's people it's you, you, you said vacation i was i mean they off work i'm like yeah the beach yeah there's a lot of people that actually what i'm trying to say is normally people be out and about on the blackout Tuesday, walking around with their stuff right maybe they run I into another saying, person yeah. today we're gonna have a little bit less of that because you got people that's really like oh i'm just staying at the crib yeah like that's it maybe i'll cook out later but i'm rocking the shirt selfie in the mirror all right y'all have a good one you know like that i represent it so like i wouldn't be shocked if uh we have a little bit less of the um you know hey man i was wearing my shirt and then i just ran into somebody but yeah we have been trying to share and retweet and boost all the like people that have taken uh pictures in their gear and and sent it to us on social media and mm-hmm. stuff um all the I, ones i see i can't get to everybody yeah a couple people email me pictures but i don't know if because that's not social media and you know right. with social media you can kind of tell like like uh if they don't have their account private or something it's like okay I retweet you know share this right but with the emails i don't know if those are people that don't want to share so i just haven't shared the email ones no offense to Cor- anybody correct they might be just for us right? yeah but uh if you retweet us or you send us uh tag us to something on facebook or instagram we are sharing it to mm-hmm. just signal boost it so other fans know like oh here's another cool fan and mm-hmm. you know to meet each other online you know so i really do appreciate everybody that took the time out to send us those pictures and uh to let us know how they felt and stuff man it's, it's really it's really cool so yeah today has been a really good day all right um you had random thoughts from yesterday you didn't get to yes i did uh these random thoughts are kind of going to be all over the place but this is just where my mind is well that's why they're random uh i uh i'll I, I, hold up now before you get going i would like you to do one then i'll do one and then we'll go through them till we're done okay so you go first i was randomly well not randomly um i go around the building doing my breaks and stuff and so one thing i gonna say the last day i was at work I was going around the building and I looked up and I see a flock of birds and it was a bunch of them. It had to be like 20 birds. 15. By going around the building, do you mean walking, walking around walking the building? Walking slash running around the building. Okay, for exercise or Yeah, whatever. for work, for exercise. Okay. And I looked up and there was a bunch of birds. A flock of them, I think that's what you call them. Just yeah. flying over my head and it was scaring me because I was like, birds don't do that unless, you know um something is dead or maybe um uh the young birds have been born or something like that so i got scared because i was like either they're going to attack me uh or either they're going to um wait for me to pass out and then attack me i don't know um but i was kind of frightened that's just a random thought i had Pretty to talk, sure that's I had to, talk to myself i have a like self get yourself together and get the hell away from here i don't know what these birds are doing it's time to go pretty sure that's only birds like condors and vultures i don't think that's like the kind of birds that we have around here that would i don't wait on you to drop dead <laughs> how was you running was you running that messed up Did no you look, you look close to death no i didn't but that's that's why my mind ticks that way because i was like where the fuck these birds come from what is calling you and what is 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 prompting you to be over here in this direction above my head and it may it probably was not me but i shit i didn't know all i know was too many birds in the area am i bird racist no i don't think so i think we might need uh a uh 
i think we, i think i think we might need uh maybe maybe they you look delicious and they had heard of the popeyes you know chicken sandwich and they was just looking for revenge on just random black people that have been out here killing their cousins because you know a lot of people got carried away that week and they really let birds know what we think about them so <laughs> maybe they're just trying to catch you catch you slipping catch me slipping by the way the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme uh the nfl should have partnered with popeyes on the halftime shows then we got all the black people back that's what they fucked up they tried to partner with jay-z and everybody was like all oh, capitalism cooning soft shoe you know all that shit if they would have partnered with popeyes y'all niggas wouldn't have said a goddamn thing every time i watch an nfl game guess what i see for a commercial that goddamn annie from popeyes that's what they should have had at that table Lord, that if Popeye, if, if she would have been there with her fake new orleans accent talking about i feel like we've moved past neil and y'all would have been like we have mm, delicious and, and everybody would have been fine but nope they had a partner with jay-z who only makes music and alcohol and it wasn't strong enough you need some loyalty from the black community y'all stand in line for a chicken sandwich but y'all want chicken and stand for a line which think about it karen go ahead what's your next one <laughs> and this is not a random thought but this is well, well it is a random thought something i was thinking about because um you never know the time or the hour or the second that uh in uh in this year of uh our lord beyonce when she's going to uh come out and tell us that she has another album or another tour or something like that and so i've never seen beyonce and so um my thing is i'm gonna actually have a beyonce tour um account um that i have where i drop a few coins in there because everybody say like if you want the good seats you're gonna be paying rent money so i was like well you know what if i set the money to the side and 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 i'll be able to get some really really good seats and we'll have to compromise okay yeah i I hear about that all the time people people say put the money to the side because it's gonna cost a lot yeah so so that's my thing and and odds are uh probably uh me and you and me you your mama all three of us probably go, are gonna be the ones going anyway so i was like i'm gonna save my coins up so when i get them i get them all at once and be like this is where we going and this is the day and i don't have to compromise on it because i want to be able to uh see her i don't want to, to uh and I, this might be the bushiness in me i don't want to see you on the screen because uh when me and your mama went to go see mary j blige uh that was the closest i had ever been to a concert and uh, that fucking spoiled me i was like oh this is what it feel like to be bougie i was like oh well, nigga i'm not going back my understanding with beyonce is them tickets sell out fast too so correct that's why i'm gonna have know. my money ready too so i yeah. can be like okay don't sell bought um i was on twitter the other day and i saw somebody was upset because they were saying that black people don't support black businesses but they would go and buy popeye's chicken and she said she had a picture up of annie the black actress woman the character from the commercials for popeye's the black woman that always comes along and sells you the chicken Mm -hmm. and she said y'all do realize that this woman is not the ceo and i was like that's so stupid but not because not just because you said you thought black people thought she was the ceo of the company and not a fucking actress but one more second hold on 
the motherfucker doesn't say she owns popeye she says she cooks all the food she says she's the cook in the commercial she never says i own popeyes so even if you were stupid enough to believe that's not an actress <laughs> she's the chef at popeyes that that's it like it was it was so stupid it was you know she doesn't even own the company it's these people there's a picture of some white people or something it's like what the what do you think burger king really has a dude that's the king of burgers <laughs> they wear a quack around with a crown with a crown right uh sir i declare so, this land in the name of burgers so you think uh ronald mcdonald owns mcdonald's yeah like what ma'am what is happening i was i was so disappointed i was, people had woke themselves to death <laughs> like, like you too woke they had you know what baby i 100 percent percent agree i think some people are so woke i want to get them benedict and say go back to sleep and take a nap you too woke you've been yeah. up too long go to sleep like you thought of that and like you you didn't just tweet that you thought of that for a while right and was like wait till i hit these niggas over the head with you, that one using all your critical thinking skills wrong right wait till y'all hear i'm about to hit him with the good one y'all wait wait till you hear what wait till you hear what i said to these niggas today so i was like huh i, I know y'all think annie uh owns motherfucking uh popeyes but uh, no she don't she it's these white people mm-hmm just like you don't ever see them in the commercial also i just discovered that um kfc does not run by the colonel anymore yeah a lot of people don't know that it was was it ever ran by the colonel probably he dead though uh all right karen what's the next one my next thing is that uh as the older i get the more i realize i get i, I i'm getting hairier as far as you know i get a little little chin hair and the hairs up and down my neck and for some reason it's like peach fuzz if i fuck around and forget to cut it so i like to rub on the peach fuzz before i cut it and i feel like i'm like a teen wolf because because the shit actually just keep coming back i can cut it and then three days later that shit comes back is that what men have to deal with because i was like god damn will you please stop growing uh yeah definitely something that men have to deal with i know i have to shave with the bevel like every day or so um and if not you start to feel it on your face and stuff um i don't know you can get it lasered off out here i don't know how much that shit costs but uh, you know i and then some people get um what do they call that shit uh wax like i don't know if they wax faces but they do so i don't know uh beauty is pain so oh it sure is but i never get waxed again i got my eyebrows wax one time that shit hurt so bad it took everything in me not to punch that woman in her goddamn face i was like never again bitch i'm just gonna have to be a hairy ass bitch in my eyebrows because you is not putting that shit and scraping it off my face no ma'am you can tell how expensive a drug is by how often you see the commercial on tv like i don't know how much this shit costs but if you hear the word these four words i'm on the pill you already know the commercial don't you you don't even need to hear you don't even need to know the rest of it it's i'm on the pill i'm on the pill i'm I'm on on the the pill pill. i see this commercial on every show i watch regardless of station even when i'm watching shows that don't have commercials they pop up on netflix i'm on the pill i'm like what you know (laughs) i paid 15 dollars for this to be commercial free where the fuck you come from i'm on hbo uh now that euphoria is over i'm on the pill i'm on the pill i'm on the pill (laughs) 
like i don't know how much truvada costs but it gotta be the most expensive drug on it's, the market because it's very expensive yeah because they got too many ads i mean shit they probably could just stop doing ads and cut down on the cost for the motherfucking drug like mm-hmm. it probably that's probably like 99 percent of the budget is them fucking ads being on every three seconds on every fucking channel yeah and then they were saying that the people that actually really need need truvada can't afford truvada because it's so high it makes sense it's i knew i didn't even look it up i was just like this shit gotta be high um what else uh this is my uh last one um because of my job and my training and stuff i've been getting behind on like literally all of my podcasts but uh one of my favorite podcasts three guys on i've been getting way behind on them and so i hit him up online i was like man i'm getting behind you know i feel kind of bad about getting behind and stuff like that and i thought about it i was like is this how y'all niggas feel when y'all writing to us talking about y'all 14 hours behind and and you feel bad because you're behind but you're trying to catch up that's how i felt i like i wanted to catch up but couldn't catch up and felt behind so what i did to kind of make up for it i've been having three guys three guys on weeks while i just listen to blocks at a time to kind of get through all to get caught up and i emailed them and i told them uh that um uh i'll hear this again in three weeks it probably might be longer than that but you know how people email us i might i might hear this next month <laughs> that's how i feel so i i feel y'all per, y'all pain when y'all be like i love the show but i'm behind yeah i uh i listen to a lot of podcasts i don't really uh when i get behind on them or whatever i don't really feel bad like sometimes it's just you get behind no matter how much you like it or whatever life changes and right different stuff you get interested yeah. in other stuff i mean like a i have hundreds of podcasts on my thing so there's no way i'm gonna catch up on all of them anyway oh the same. so you know it's it just happens and we put out a lot of content so i know a lot of people uh get behind on us routinely and then they binge it and catch up and then get behind again and whatever you know i just try to remember that you know the main thing is that we need to just make a good show and um if these motherfuckers get behind or whatever that's then they got good shows to catch up on and if not it's cool some people just check in every once in a while like you would a tv show or something i I do that for some podcasts yeah like it's like none of it bothers like that's what's interesting i would never feel guilty because i'm not bothered by it with our show if someone tells me they don't listen to it all the time i'm like what the fuck would i care and that's the thing i'm not bothered by yeah so i don't you know it people have tried to tell me that as an insult and i wasn't bothered i was like what that's not an insult to me i don't even listen to your show okay okay <laughs> like, and a lot did of you people. think i was walking around my whole life like i know everybody on this shit nigga i know i i can tell not everybody listens because i'm not rich that and if uh, everybody was listening my life would be totally different come on and we got family <laughs> members that live here in the city of charlotte that don't listen so bitch you ain't special yeah i'm like what the fuck <laughs> i'm supposed to be hurt but yeah i I just laugh at the intent because i know the intent is to hurt me um speaking of uh speaking of stuff i was thinking about jay-z and dave Chappelle this week and how a lot of people was very hurt by you know dave Chappelle's uh stand up and his refusal to like come around on certain topics that people you know they wish he would advocate uh for on his with his voice because he has a large platform and he seems to get it on other things and they feel bad but you can't make anybody feel a way they don't want to feel um and then with jay-z you know people uh, you know which is one of the reasons i i just said i'm gonna wait 
rather than the rushing rushing there start defending all this shit or speculating that he gonna do all these things and then when it don't come true you look stupid which a lot of people do look stupid right now but there was so many rumors about oh he gonna own a team and i'm like he may or may not i don't know what's true you know at this point we we have less information than we than anything you know so we're it's a bunch of guesses he gone on a team he gonna get kaepernick signed he gonna leverage that into some type of deal and you know it was like all these different things that people kept saying i'm like all i know is i can wait before oh oh sorry it kicked me off and i had to try to bring myself back on okay yeah it's showing a black screen on my side for you um right now uh but yeah it's it was but anyway my whole point being like it was a lot of like speculation and so people were like going out and defending him on like a wing and a prayer like oh i I, (laughs) he gonna do this y'all he gonna say he gonna blue and it's like well now he didn't the deal that they have so far is selling apparel and organizing music um acts for like events for the nfl people will be debuting new songs and stuff via nfl games and then the it'll immediately be available for streaming on different platforms and stuff like that so you know it's not this groundbreaking deal that people thought it was gonna you know people were defending it as y'all see this was wrong crabs in the barrel it's like eh, we'll see maybe you're not gonna like it maybe some and some people might still like whatever it is I, i've seen a few people that was like oh you know not just freddie gibbs but so i've seen a few people that was like man fuck kaepernick and nessa they don't get to decide everybody else's activism and and business deals which you know that if that's how you feel that's how you feel but right the the main point that i took away from it though is if you never put people on a pedestal you don't have to worry about them falling off of it agreed and i think that's why i get a lot less i don't know hurt by the idea of, of a celebrity that i like lo- like their, their their products or image or whatever i think i get a lot less hurt than a lot of people a lot of people seem very like personally betrayed when these people let them down quote unquote because they put an investment in them that they didn't ask for yeah and you know people always try to say it's stand culture and stuff but i don't think it's about being the stand like uh-huh. it's not the beehive type of behavior it's just people that like i don't know and, and i guess it's just a human emotion but i don't know I, I guess i don't share it in that way where i would be like i don't know personally hurt to the level of like anger or rage about some of these people because right, just cause like what when was i ever gonna put them above you know i guess the, the where they was where they already were staying at you know yeah and also i've come to the conclusion i don't know them i, I you know i'm like okay because a lot of shit that people argue about at, online i'm like okay i don't care like 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 my passion <laughs> And the intensity that people have, I, I don't have that on certain shit. I'm like, okay, and I'll keep it trucking because I was like, this shit don't mean that much to me. Yeah, and I know I'm kind of the weirdo on that mm-hmm. in that that's not, at least from what I've been seeing. Maybe it's just that there's a lot of people like me, but they also aren't on Twitter talking a lot, so I don't see those people. Correct. So it could be that I'm not a weirdo, and most people feel the way I feel, but they're just not but because we feel how we feel there's no reason to be engaging everybody about it right so maybe that's what it is but it just seems i just there's every year i just continually am looking at you know when someone fucks up and how angry people get like damn y'all really thought this motherfucker was like 
like like like flawless like you thought that they were gonna go through life never making a decision you didn't agree with but i don't know that's so unrealistic so you should be prepared for that at all times so don't put them on a pedestal of perfection like they're gonna make some decisions that don't you know and 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 me personally the way my whole value system is set up it's not even a belief in like this person did this thing and it's wrong or bad sometimes it's like this person did this thing that i wouldn't have done and that's that's the extent of it i don't have a lot of morality to add to this shit because it's just like well people think some people think this is the good thing to do and i don't so (laughs) i wouldn't do it for me but if that motherfucker thinks something positive can come out of that for them cool but it feels like a lot of people can't i don't know they can't like think of it that way that and so. also some of them in chat room which which i don't know i agree with but i see old niggas arguing too the older people get people are like the fuck is this this is real life shit happening and mm. i don't give a fuck about this 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 shit right here yeah yeah so um i also just don't know how many people at least the ones i follow and stuff realize that their political and social views are on the fringe they're not mainstream views no they're not you know like it's there's so many times where uh i see people get mad about certain things and i'm like oh you say that like this is the way it's supposed to be and like you didn't have any um clue that the fucked up part of this could happen because the fucked up part has been happening but you just had i don't know you just deluded yourself into being like no america's this really progressive place with all these like great ideals it's like no the fuck is not Mm-mm. uh ea should bring ncaa college football and basketball games back now i know what you're saying they don't pay the athletes right they using they 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 licensing they likenesses and stuff and it's not fair and that's why they had to get rid of it because i almost lost a lawsuit i feel you but i think they should bring it back and they should bring it back exclusively for the fans that think you shouldn't pay the athletes those should be the only people that can buy it and all the proceeds should go to the athletes but the way the game should be set up in addition to simulating like a season and playing games and stuff like that on saturdays everybody that gets the ncaa game should have to be forced to enroll in online college and you can't beat the game unless you pass all the classes and then at the end of the game which takes for at least four years <laughs> you get a diploma you know like just call up everest phoenix whatever you need to do ea electronic arts y'all get on top of that and we can get some brand synergy going here okay we get a lot more people coming out of college and then they'll respect the work that the athletes have to do they'll be like oh damn maybe i should get paid for this i shouldn't be paying to play this game right i should be getting paid to play this game and then it will whenever they had that realization would be like you won the game okay now shut the fuck up <laughs> all right we got all kinds of news again too let's see what we got going on here um where should we start um uh i guess we didn't get into this i just kind of got into the details but yeah so jay-z reveals his new clothing line and uh wait i feel like i did that yesterday oh that's because i have this uh list on the wrong thing that'll fix that all right so uh now let's get into it uh black capitalism y'all mm-hmm you know we hate that it won't save us hate a black capitalist the worst 
unless you like them just as bad as a white man in my opinion even worse than a white man betray your own kind you black capitalist motherfuckers rihanna savage fenty brand secured 70 million dollars from investors with her black capitalist ass over canceled we are done with rihanna no one will be buying any of this that's a goddamn am i right nope i haven't tried the savage yet but i love my fenty lipstick and i love my fenty makeup Uh uh-uh all power to the people okay i saw what kevin nick was was out there putting them screenshots up and the capitalism is bad and wrong and i don't want to see nobody should be a billionaire mm-hmm. nobody should be rich okay go ahead and i can't believe rihanna sold us out like that i really can't she me turned her I back on the black the community album come out either just turned her back on the black community that that is so sad everybody knows only white people should be able to be rich if you're black and you're rich you're cool you'll sell out okay rich is for white people resources mm-hmm. is for white people okay she need to do cooperative economics and start going down to the swap meet and giving fenty away for fish sandwiches and shit like that i don't i don't appreciate it and she need to break up with that rich ass billionaire too ain't no need for billionaires to exist in the world think about all these people that ain't got nothing it's over we done with rihanna okay so sad we all Mm-mm. that's not a true statement at all sir uh nah this, this is funny when you like somebody nobody says that shit right <laughs> everybody like rihanna right and when you say that shit everybody like something with you for pointing out the reality of that yeah it's so funny man motherfuckers always be mad with this they don't like you yeah capitalist pig I'm like damn boy you really don't fuck with over huh then if you if you rihanna oh secure the bag sis <laughs> they be dancing with you like it's their money don't get mad ho get a bag oh, ho yes bitch better have my money like it was like oh okay that's okay. my favorite jam from her i guess it's different for different people um authorities in arkansas have released the audio of a 911 call between an operator and a panicking woman who was moments away from dying in a flash flood in the recordings the dispatcher can be heard at times chastising the caller for getting her vehicle stuck in fast rising waters and even at another point the operator can be heard telling her to shut up debbie stevens 47 of fort smith who had gotten trapped by the flood waters inside of an apartment complex parking lot and frantically called 911 for help on, thir- on thursday authorities released the audio recordings of a conversation with the emergency operator donna renew renault renault uh police officials uh confirmed that they have launched an investigation into renault's actions to see if proper procedure were followed according to cbs news renault had turned in her two weeks notice and was on her very last shift oh jesus oh jesus oh you just got the wrong one. Oh, you got the wrong one she didn't give no fucks this a job you can't have you don't give a fuck right oh no right because i've i've been in situations where the where i've had to call the now um 911 and the operator i was talking to she literally helped me uh deal with somebody i was uh, already deal with somebody having an asthma attack and stuff like that they walk you through the steps they walk you through the process she was patient it was times where she was telling me to get other people out the room like like this is your job i'm not a fucking professional ma'am you are damn uh yeah the call lasted 22 minutes between the women um uh 
and it happened at around and the phone cut out around 5 a.m at one point in the call amidst steven's panic renault tells her you're not gonna die i don't know why you're freaking out it's okay i know the water level is high i'm scared i'm sorry says steven apologetically i understand that but you freaking out doing nothing but losing your oxygen up in there so calm down damn what I'm in an emergency, a severe emergency. I'm in a flooding. My car veered off the road while I was doing my newspapers, and I'm flooded over here on the end of Kincaid, and it's all the way up to my windows, and I can't get out, and I'm scared to death, ma'am. Can you please help me? I need you to calm down. I need you to tell me where you are. I'm on the, I don't know, ma'am. I'm on the end of Kincaid down here by these apartments. There's some apartments on Kincaid. I don't know what they're called. What color is your vehicle? On the other side of Kincaid, at the very end of Kincaid Street, there's some apartments. And right. I thought, Do you I have a dark pl- blue car, is what I'm asking you? What color is your vehicle? Yeah, dark. It's, it's gray SUV, lady, and the, wind, the mortar's all the way up to my windows. Okay, hold on. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's wild because you do want your 911 caller to have a calm demeanor like the uh the 911 uh person who answered it that you know you don't want them to be panicking like you're panicking like oh my god you know but the also the thing is you're talking to a person that's in an emergency situation that's why they fucking called you you know like it's it's not like they're not gonna be able to be but so fucking calm is in danger you know i can see it was a white woman calling 911 because a black girl was selling some lemonade on the side of the street but this flood uh flash flood could be a life and death situation um yeah and the way the woman sounded she reared off the road and ended up in there it's not like she purposely rode through it even if she did fuck it it's still your job right wow so yeah she said i'm scared i'm sorry she said i understand that but you're freaking out doing nothing but losing your oxygen up there up there up in there so calm down at another point renal rudely chastises steven for getting herself caught in a flash flood in the first place telling the dying woman this will teach you next time don't drive in the water oh god oh i was the fuck out of them imagine that's the last words one of your loved ones hears man so the woman ended up dying yeah yeah um fort smith police chief danny baker believes that even though the incident is being investigated renault would have likely been able to keep her job i don't think the dispatcher realized or understood the severity of the situation i guess you just oh i guess you had a bad day just chalk it up whoops bad call i can't get them all right mm. i mean i guess it's like any other job right some you have some off days you have some off calls and uh you know she would have been able to keep a job maybe maybe just take in the conference room and talk it out baker yeah. can, mm. mm-hmm. is this lady's family suing because i don't give a fuck no no do your job no baker continues i understand listening to a person going through the panic that mrs steve miss stevens was in those final moments in her life we all hope that we would get a little bit better response than perhaps what she was given i don't want us interacting with anyone in that way whether it's a life and death situation or not baker continues that continues uh he contends that no matter how outrageous Renault's demeanor on the call sounded she did nothing criminally wrong i'm not even going to go so far as to say she violated policy damn oh so your policy is to be rude to people that's fucking calling you in a goddamn panic not to de-escalate the situation how are you trained ma'am i'm gonna need you to calm down okay you sound a little too excited over there about this phone call and uh it's not that serious all right that'll teach you to listen to the blackout tips so maybe the next woman time end up dying. maybe next time you'll learn okay 
it must have been a white woman because it's a black woman they 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 they, they, they have problems with her. i don't know so the way i was reading some of that diction it sounded like a black woman might have been the call the person uh and they the and call. they defended it i can't tell I, I couldn't tell from the quotes anyway i maybe it was a white woman but i can't tell i know the white woman was the one who drowned but i don't know what color the person who uh who uh was on the call was but damn that's a right. nightmare all right and like i said that, yeah that's really really jacked up like all the way around and so what you're telling people is that you didn't even i mean because not you can't control the person dying don't get me wrong but at least you could be like well ma'am i need for you to to, to slowly you know slow your breathing down because you're using up your like it is a way like you're trained to deal with stress when people call you they call you a lot of times in a panic sometimes they're screaming sometimes they're getting assaulted like on the phone while they're talking to you that's your job yeah that's basically the way i quit mcdonald's put in my two-week notice and then uh on that last day i was like i'm sitting in the break room the whole day so good luck it was like bust on a lot i was like mm, that's a shame i feel for I'm you i'm back baby. here eating chicken nuggets very slowly while watching maury mm-hmm. then you just walk out the door and just never came back yep i clocked out and said all right y'all i didn't even matter of fact i don't even i didn't even say like oh this is my last day or nothing i was like peace and walked out and waited on my mom to get there and we left and then uh came back a couple weeks later got my check that was like what the fuck happened to you and i was like oh that was my last day that was like oh you ain't tell nobody and i'm like no nah but you want to know what else nobody it wasn't a life or death situation for nobody for me so yeah that's crazy man i but i guess technically she didn't violate any laws and i do expect the police to defend her because i mean it's probably a huge lawsuit if they don't so of course they're saying that's great oh yeah you're gonna lawsuit regardless fuck you no she didn't quote unquote cuss me out right but goddamn the whole job is fucking customer service that's the job it's customer service Mm -mm -mm. uh a judge orders pharmaceutical giant johnson and johnson to pay 572 million dollars uh the judge a judge has ruled on a landmark opioid case lawsuit case uh demanding that the pharmaceutical giant johnson and johnson give 50 uh sorry give 572 million dollars to the state of oklahoma in the first ever court ruling to hold a company responsible for the opioid crisis uh judge thad balkman handed down this ruling on monday after a two-month long trial man i wonder what i wonder how many uh companies or corporations or government agencies went to jail for the crack crisis wonder any were there any trials you guys know of no no cia was in Mm -hmm. on trial no okay Mm -hmm. he said the company was responsible for for ravaging the state of oklahoma by misleading customers with his marketing and creating the opioid crisis that resulted in more than six thousand deaths over nearly two decades six thousand deaths over 20 that, years and that, that fine ain't big enough only worth 572 million dollars they need a b yeah i guarantee you they made more money from selling opioids than they did from um so, that fine uh, then they lost from that fine that's why i said need to be a b we need to let you know stop this bullshit they did so by sponsoring medical journals and creating unbranded marketing campaigns which made their drugs sound safer than they actually were he said the defendants mismarketing and promotion of opioids created a nuisance those actions compromised the health and safety of thousands of oklahomans uh specifically they caused an opioid crisis that is evidenced by the increasing rates of addiction overdose deaths and neonatal absence syndrome in oklahoma 
the opioid crisis is an imminent danger and menace to oklahomans this is a temporary nuisance that can be abated the opioid crisis ravaged state of oklahoma it must be abated immediately he said um yeah so that's crazy he said since 1997 the company had embarked on a major marketing campaign after being inspired by his rival purdue pharma which is responsible for bringing oxycontin to market and what's crazier is that the original like the request from the um um that the state asked for for the settlement is actually 17 billion dollars that sound that sounds more reasonable right so they settled for because they probably won't take the trial that, that that's probably what they was asking for if they was gonna go to trial well um i mean they went to trial and they got much far less than that for the state ah okay but the, but the state had asked for 17 billion I and did. then the judge did rule that the johnson and johnson was guilty but they all but then i mean i i know it's a lot of money but i mean only 572 million was the fine Mm-mm. which is nothing compared nothing. to what they were asking for um that that that's that's crazy to think about how much money that 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 is and yeah, uh johnson and johnson's worth over 300 billion dollars so they got the money right that 17 billion would have been a nothing yeah 340 billion is what the company is estimated to be worth it's funny if they would have lost that suit they um if they would have lost all 17 billion they probably would just fire some people like they probably would a few like, ceos and you'd got yeah, your money back ceo would have did a parachute uh deal they would have fired a bunch of i'm not talking about firing ceos either. i'm talking about just firing regular ass people with jobs mm-hmm. be like well with none of the people at the top about to pay no one going to jail imagine selling billions of dollars worth of drugs and nobody goes to jail because y'all got lab coats and and stethoscopes and shit that's so wild that's so wild um all right let's see anything else i want to talk about on this side uh oh uh doordash announces update updated tipping policy while instacart at instacart as perks for drivers i heard instacart too i think the public's do instacart mm. the online delivery services sector is relatively new instacart was founded in 2012 and doordash in 2013 uh, last month after doordash co-founder and ceo tony zoo acknowledged that customers were unhappy with his company's tipping policy he said changes will be announced in the days to come despite taking more days than that phrase usually implies zoo has finally revealed the solution in a blog post to the company's website zoo promised the most important detail uh most customers probably wanted to hear every dollar customers tip will be an extra dollar in their dash's pocket the issue previously was that the base pay and the tips often intermingled additionally zoo writes we have been testing a new model this month and refining details based on feedback we received from dashers additionally in what cnn notes is a change in policy the door DoorDash will apparently be altering when tips can be added too. customers will be able to tip either before or after the delivery oh that's smart how did they have to so before ah though drivers get all of their money either way zoo explains the drivers will be able to see the before tips as part of their guaranteed pay which would see the impact whether or not they might take a certain job right so it's like oh i know i'm getting five dollars on this tip uh and this other one i got this other order says you're getting ten dollars on this tip okay i'm gonna take that one 
meanwhile for instacart which changes its tip policy almost immediately after the controversy arose the company appears interested in trying to move on to bigger and better things for 130,000 independent contract workers oh my god Mm -hmm. because you have to remember uh you know back in the day companies used to have drivers but now with these things like you have hundreds and thousands of drivers coming to these restaurants, you know, order, cause people do it from all, particularly larger cities all over the city, people ordering from all across town, you know, so the, literally now the, what you want don't even have to be in your area no more. They'd be like, look, it's gonna take 45 minutes versus 10, but if you're willing to wait, we'll get it to you. And so, um, I have to think you have hundreds of thousands of people that have to get this shit done. And, and the thing is, depending on how it does, how, how many hours, you know, we're not that, big compared to other cities but some people that people probably order 24 hours a day all day long so you have to have people to cover all those hours yeah 130,000 independent contractors um aka shoppers as they like to call them in a blog post the company announced a new shopper perk program the program includes shoppers injury protection insurance for all u.s full service shoppers free access to care.com access to a full suite of health and financial savings and deals available on the stride benefits platform and student loan assistance through the peanut butter platform so this is for the drivers for they're not drivers when they work for instacart okay they were called shoppers it's a little bit different than um oh okay 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 so for the instant i'm not saying they don't drive but they're but they do more than just like they do more than uber eats and stuff okay i'm with you because i know the instacart is more grocery store so these are the people that actually go and 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 get your groceries so now they're offering them benefits which actually makes sense right um so yeah uh we're constantly working to build blah 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 you know so i mean it looks like they have heard some of the feedback and some of the uh outrage online and uh made a change for the positive man like not all online you know outrage quote unquote and people you know trying to raise the awareness about causes not all of it is bad i think too too much of the stuff that catches everybody's attention is celebrity focused and stuff like that and that you know and that can be good or bad depending on the celebrity and the situation but stuff like this where you know it's you know workers at amazon trying to spread the word workers and these doordash and stuff trying to like that's actually kind of dope that there's that power there and uh, congratulations and yay for all the people that uh you know pushed and promote and elevated those causes because um you know that that's to me something very fruitful yeah it is because at the end of the day everybody gets paid more and that's the point just like you don't want at your regular nine to five to be underpaid what makes you think they want to be underpaid and i'm surprised more of these companies they quote unquote do the independent contract work so they don't have to offer them benefits but some of them put in enough hours where they ought to have <coughs> benefits yeah um and especially now in the time where ceos rake in 940 percent more than 40 years ago and the average worker earns 12 percent more like we're we're like these these movements that start via twitter and stuff being like hey pay these people more it's kind of one of the only fields where that happens a lot of people are going to work every day they're not in these fields but every day they're getting shitted on um with their what they are worth and versus what they get take home and it's completely opposite for the people that are sitting in those big offices at the top floor of your company right now mm-hmm. that get paid way more than they're worth and work less harder than you do 
you know um but that's just the way it is so yeah i I love when people speak up and they bring it up stuff that i seen a lot of times you have people if they do uber or or they do lyft you know oh yeah all those people do all the same right doordash and like a lot of people do all of them they do the doordash they do the instacart like a lot of people and so for some people they get up in the morning and that's all they do this shit this is their whole full-time job yeah i seen two uh ride sharing driver people the other day they was walking down the street and i was just overhearing that conversation mm-hmm. and he was like yeah i do uber it's like i do uber too and then the other one said do you even lift bro all right i'm sorry guys i had to get that out all right um won't be fooled again <laughs> drake sued for stealing two of his more famous recent songs i told y'all man it's just working its way down still hadn't got there yet to somebody y'all really like like it's still like it's the bullshit lawsuits are trickling down it's it's coming i'm gonna be right again mm-hmm. everybody always you know gets good when it was uh the white people we didn't care it's uh Katy perry yeah, i still think it's robin it, thick we don't care i still think it's fucked up and like you said it's only flows one way yeah but wait till it's wait till it's a motherfucker we fuck with and it's happening it's gonna be meg it's gonna be cardi they too famous and they songs popping too hard it's gonna be Lil nas x mm-hmm. it's gonna be somebody that we universally feel like oh no that's a dope ass person and then it's gonna be some fucking loser on youtube hired one of those law firms to be like let's sue uh rihanna and get all her fenty money like mm-hmm. just ridiculous but yeah sam scully is suing drake big frida asylum records cash money records and republic records for swiping his beats using them in drake's hit in my feelings and nice for what scully says drake and big frida sampled his 2000 track roll call in nice for what but never asked permission credited him or paid him scully claims drake did the same for in my feelings tmz who uncovered the lawsuit doesn't have information on which scully sample they swiped for that one scully claims he published the beats on a regional new orleans cd and didn't realize until recently that drake and frida had used them the biggest those songs were y'all didn't realize until recently does them them songs been around for fucking ever yeah all right man well good luck you know nobody cares like i said until it's somebody they like so right it's still fucked up yeah nobody we'll see we'll see um all right let's get into some other stuff okay been going for a little bit um let's see what else i want to talk about uh uh we can do some fucking with black people let me bring up the music for that uh because black people continue to be fucked with guys and uh we continue to want to talk about it and make these jokes mm-hmm. uh all right where's my music boom <laughs> we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we assign different point scores of zero to 100 intervals of 25 and we let you know how much we've been fucked with today's contestants everybody hey uh church is in the building couldn't give the holiest of shits about backlash over church sign black versus white trumps on black versus white supporters a church sign them has caused a quite to stir within the community pastor michael jordan what (laughs) oh cheese eyes got him a church huh uh pastor michael jordan 
uh for supersize over the new era baptist church in birmingham alabama is standing by a new sign display at his church it reads a black vote for trump is mental illness a white vote for trump is pure racism pastor jordan told wzdx news that god motivates me to take a stand for what's right they call me a racist look in the white house trump supporter daxton kirk is among those outraged about the sign he told reporters that he reached out to local city officials in an effort to have it removed you should not be able to come into a building and feel like you hate it just because you came here to worship the lord kirk said this sign isn't the first that pastor jordan has used to get his message across according to alabama.com he sparked controversy last year for a sign that said black folks need to stay out of white churches <laughs> Jesus, this dude wants all the smoke the sign was a response to an announcement by the church of the highlands mega church that reached more than forty thousand people of its intent uh to open a church in a high crime neighborhood in birmingham so so he's so he's against the uh the uh a lot of the international churches are like people like all over the world so he's 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 against he don't believe in that i don't know i think it sounds like the righteous gemstones thing where a mega church was trying to open a wing in a black part of town where his that probably has a lot of his constituents mm. and he was like black people need to not go to that church and need to stick to going to us we working on the ac damn it we told you it was gonna happen jordan defended the sign by stating it's a slave master church i call it plantation religion slave master religion the white folks start a church and put a black pastor in charge of it in 2013 following george zimmerman's acquittal for murder of an unarmed teen trayvon martin the church reacted to the case with a sign that read george zimmerman jury supported white racism uh city officials have yet to respond not here for the games to the recent sign uh being moved um being oh okay request to have the sign removed okay so the city hadn't responded zero to 100 care zero am i not i'm I'm not but i think they're quite funny okay all right uh i still feel fucked with by um but only by the first sign to be honest like i understand he's like a pastor who's you know very Mm -hmm. racially uh you know outspoken um you can tell by this picture of him yeah nah nah you know i take that back i'm gonna say 25 and the reason i say 25 because ain't nothing wrong with black people going to white church now that i disagree with um all right well my thing is not for that one really i don't care i think he had an agenda in mind with that one agreed uh mine is the one saying black people voting for trump is mental illness because we know the church's history with mental illness and pray it away mentality right um we also know that um mental illness being made light of in that type of way like um that's not cool it's super harmful man and especially considering that a lot of these people are not mentally ill Mm -hmm. they 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 also racist they you know right and so that's the thing we do to to like insult somebody is to be like oh yeah so you you must have a it's it's like everything that is bad we just be like that's mental illness but there's a bunch of people who are black they live with mental illness and they don't do shit like this no they do not you know and i'm not saying that mental illness can never cause someone to, to vote for trump or to 
say things that that aren't their best i'm not saying that that's impossible but the idea that diamond and silk just have mental illness to me as Mm -hmm. it's it's a way of stigmatizing mental illness to be like oh it's a negative thing that um is you know it's not something that people are living with it's not something people are working through um and i think i think that's so that's really harmful and especially coming from a leader within that community that's over a black church you know you think no mentally ill black people live in your motherfucking go to your church dog right live in the community you know like come on bro like so uh, it's just i know what he was trying to do and that's what privilege is right privilege is we don't think about that but if you don't have to deal with that struggle you're like oh well well, i said they must be crazy right what's wrong with that but then when you sit back and put that on a sign or something you know um then it really does hit home like yo this is actually kind of fucked up you know yeah, and also him being a leader as a leadership position you deal with all types of people so you don't want the white people coming to your black church either like you just don't want the church to enemy i also saw i also saw the other day um uh because diamond and silk apparently are suing people right now or i don't know fake pretending to threatening to sue people either way they are sending cease and desist letters to people that they don't want talking about them anymore especially those who are doing research into where they get their money and stuff and i saw the other day like they published like some money that they had received and i'm like yes they're not mentally ill they're not cooning for free dog they sure ain't That's, cooning for it's free. calculated it's for money so let's not even throw that label on them like nah ain't no there is oh, no they, no reason know what they doing yeah evil is the reason that's it let's see a uh event hall cancels mixed race couples wedding our christian beliefs don't allow mixed weddings first of all we don't do gay weddings or mixed race okay so why not okay before we even get started did she not have the exact voice that you all thought she would have first of all we don't do gay weddings or mixed race like she had that voice but you're okay go ahead first of all we don't do gay weddings or mixed race okay so why not because of our christian race i mean our christian belief because of our christian race Mm, if that ain't telling Mm, don't they just be telling on themselves our christian race what race is christians again ma'am in your mind oh they all white is that what it is okay we're christians as well so what what in the bible tells you that well i don't want to argue my faith no that's fine yeah we just we just don't participate she got a shirt that say tires for tot so that's some charity that she probably uh supporting with her christian you know racist beliefs okay okay so that's your christian belief right okay yep in 2016 mississippi legislature passed a religious freedom law allowing businesses to refuse service to lgbt people on the basis of their religious beliefs about marriage or gender republican governor phil bryant signed that bill into law after being initially struck down in federal court the conservative u.s fifth circuit court of appeals allowed the law to stand the u.s supreme court did not take the case so this is totally legal totally legal um what i like about this is that for years we have been saying on here all bigotry is a river it all flows from the same source Mm -hmm. and there are black people who you know disagree with us 
got upset with us mm-hmm. uh or just went and defend the rights of people not to serve gay folks um with like religious stuff because it's like hey this is my belief system you know i was listening to a podcast the other day and one we was listening to a podcast the other day where one of the hosts was was like yeah i understand i'm for gay rights and stuff but i mean you can't make somebody serve you a cake and i mean I, i'm on their side on that so and it was a black woman and i was extremely like disturbed disappointed at, yeah it's like damn you how stupid can you fucking be you know because you think they don't want to not serve your ass and they won't use the same excuse there's nothing in the bible that says they don't fucking they're not supposed to make a fucking cake for a way like there's nothing about that if anything jesus would do that even if it was a sinner even if it was like the the, the fucking lowest of the low isn't it the whole fucking point of jesus is that he was out there like man listen i'm gonna wash these people's feet it don't matter that the rest of society won't touch them i'm i'm not like these niggas don't worry i got you this is the love of god nobody ever wants to express that part they always want to express the bigoted old testament version of shit man and so yeah it like i when people used to make that argument i don't just don't see i mean look just because they gay if i don't feel like doing it's against my beliefs well do you want to know what the same people that think gay folks are inferior think about your black ass at least the white ones think about your black ass you want to know what they think yeah you ain't really far behind gay people on the list of people they don't they wish wouldn't come into their motherfucking business and unless it's the government enforcing laws right these people will continue to take this route and the fact that we let anything in this country be called religious freedom that isn't just protecting people's ability to exist unharassed in their religion like um like we never say religious freedom when we talk about like let's stop people need to stop harassing muslims it only it, never, it only comes up when we get to protect some white supremacist shit then it's oh yeah religious freedom for that so uh yeah a hundred percent fucked with um by this joint and also i feel vindicated because i it's like you hate to see it but you know how this country is and you know if you look at human nature you know what's going to happen and every fucking hypothetical we throw out is going to come to pass so while motherfuckers can be high and mighty fold their arms and not fuck with us when we be like "Uh uh-uh this is bad but that's just for gay folks i don't care about that well now it's somebody in an interracial relationship and you know what pretty soon it's just gonna be black people right right everything in this country is is trying to be turned backwards you know pretty soon it's hey uh you black and you were born in philly uh we don't know for sure that you're an american citizen let's go ahead and ship you out and then you die because you don't have enough access to your diabetes drugs y'all know you're like wow that's a crazy specific hypothetical no that happened y'all that happened like is so yeah this is just yeah this is just par for the course but a hundred uh, jacaris actually jacaris uh same because my thing is this motherfuckers your job is for the general public and the public has all types of people make your fucking shit private then make your shit only to certain citizens then make it put that shit behind the paywall then whatever you got to do but just it is public so you serve the public and there's all types of people in the public that's the part i don't understand and you know what's crazy is she will go back later uh if this if this escalates and this continues to be a big issue 
you'll see her crime victim in the papers oh yeah. they threaten the, mm-hmm. they threaten my life i've been getting phone calls y'all like all because you couldn't resist being a bigot and you're gonna be the one like crying victim soon and that'll become the real story is these this poor woman that just wanted to practice her religious freedom that's what's gonna happen right and and everybody thank you lunatic with the with the um i say the uh aluminum foil uh on upside your head when you be like y'all know they're trying to take this shit back to slavery and everybody go nah nah i was like no that's the goal they they may never get there again but believe you me that's the purpose that's the goal they slowly chip away all all the uh uh, uh latino and um uh, uh people that are getting shipped back to all these places and but they were born here and they speak english and shit like i said i don't think they won't look at your black ass and be like we don't know if you from here either and ship your ass back to somewhere you don't speak the language that you've never been to but I, then it becomes a problem it, it's like a slippery slope once you start you can't stop that i'm just more upset about the specific idea that there are some black people that want to participate in this level of bigotry and they let that shit blind them to the fact that they asses on the menu like you on the just next page of the of the fucking menu flip 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 one page over and you are on the the white supremacy menu as motherfucking well you might be the dessert but your ass is on the goddamn menu so i just when you see black people that are like so fucking stupid to the i know i mean uh, i just don't think they got nothing to do with that and i'm like well if they wouldn't serve you because you black you would be upset well i mean that's i mean that's against the law well nigga this is too it, it should be it should be you see we had we had anti we had miscegenation laws in america like none of, like not that long ago what's that um uh black you can't interracially marry you okay. can't interracially marry um we like th- this is the same country of that right people act like like there are people alive who experience that right some that, of my family members yes that, like there's like we're not that far fucking removed from some of the things that people think that we're just over trump should have taught everybody that we can oh, easily go back yeah much easier to go backwards in america than it is to go forward mm-hmm. to push forward and have significant progress that does not get eroded much 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 harder to do so to see people just kind of like you know yada 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 when it's something that happens because it's with gay people you know is is very it's very disappointing and i know that's just part of privilege i know it's not a specific black thing but for me personally it's more disappointing when it is black people in mass because we experience oppression we have the tools to be like i just i'm gonna look at this other person and that's why i don't believe that people are empaths people are mostly practicing empathy selectively but they're not actual empaths no they're not because if you can look at another person suffering and just be like well it's not me fuck them and and then not see the parallels to your own plight i I just don't know how you get by in life like how do you even how do you not swallow your tongue you know what i mean like anyway that's one um k ivy who's a high qualified high quality woman according to donald trump uh <laughs> apologize for her blackface skit uh k ivy is the alabama governor uh who donald trump thinks is a high quali- quality woman um <laughs> he said this before boarding a plane um 
the other day uh his comments came when reporters asked for his response to calls for a resignation after a radio recording of her talking about her uh blackface skit was in uh that she was in while she was at auburn university resurfaced last week well i don't know much about it i just had seen something come over the wires but she's a very high quality woman k ivy very very high quality woman i can tell you that and i know she apologized trump said some alabama lawmakers and naacp officials called on ivy to resign after the recording became public auburn's first black student harold franklin also weighed in that is past for her to admit it is a starting point and she changes i hope yeah um and yeah she has said she didn't remember uh the blackface skit but if they have a recording of it with her husband making jokes about it it must be real so she's sorry but she will not be resigning no zero to hundred counter why the fuck would she resign uh i don't know people must have thought she had some type of conscience but how would she be a republican if she did that come on come on guys uh but yeah that was uh pretty terrible that was pretty terrible um all right let's see how much time we got left okay we got some time um i think i will actually because i have something i want to talk about in this segment mm-hmm. i think i'm actually gonna do some lgbtq news <laughs> you have the answer so tell me what I want to know do you want a phone do you want a phone won't you tell me now won't you tell me now if you want a phone let me show you how do you want a phone with me do you want to fuck with me all right time for lgbtq news guys got a few articles to talk about um high school students forced to change out of lgbtq pride shirts we don't promote that here according to a number of students from martin county high school in inez kentucky uh home of mike pence uh two of their lgbtq or is he indiana i can never remember i think he's indiana i don't know one of them one of them gay hating states two of their lgbtq peers arrived to school on friday wearing shirts that read queen queer and lady lesbian to represent their identities however things quickly took a turn when school staff approached the freshmen to tell them that apparel was not appropriate 
the administrators told them that they had to change because their shirts were a disruption and that we don't promote that here a student who has to go by the pseudonym jessica to prefer to prevent further disciplinary action tells yahoo lifestyle now jessica and other allies in the junior and senior classes are betting together to fight on behalf of the lgbtq students who are trying to earn respect and tolerance within their school community one of the students who wore a shirt hasn't even come out to their family i cannot name the student wearing the shirts because some of them are not out to their families and would like to stay private but they still want to help we yeah they still want to help said a senior named lily vance jessica asked after i was told about the situation i immediately started figuring out what i could do to correct the situation vance jessica and another student going by the pseudonym stacy tell yahoo lifestyle that they all were extremely upset with the initial explanation given to their peers and why they were being forced to change their shirts but when jessica and stacy went directly to the school's principal to speak with her about the issue on monday they received another disappointing response the administrator stated to us that students were forced to change because administrators were worried for the dangers of the students and did not want to hear of any students coming back saying they were being bullied that school was not a place for children to express their sexual orientation stacy says on the com- of the conversation we were told multiple times that displaying words of that manner was not appropriate so the, basically the school is like we know this environment is one where you will be bullied for being out right. so, so we're we, gonna force you to go back in the closet for your own protection because if we're it's not we couldn't possibly uh try to uh do anything to get the other students to leave you alone and act right and hold seminars and teach people yeah that's the thing we always do though we use like the fear of so basically like this this paternal protectionism of people that's not true it's really about getting the main thing is to get you to take the shirt off and they work backwards from there like no 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 it's really for your benefit because you probably gonna get bullied let me tell you something if you are a kid that is uh lgbtq you are gonna get bullied yes you are and it ain't a shirt that made it happen come on if anything you might be showing like in this case them wearing the shirts actually got them to have allies on their side that was like nah we'll fight on your behalf you know because that works it works that way as well but you none of these kids is going to be able to um de- none of these kids are doing this in a vacuum no they're not so basically you're saying we don't we don't we don't want to hear y'all fucking whining and complaining so take the shirt off right because then when you get bullied it's gonna be your fault basically that's what you're telling the children she went on to say that the principal argued that the shirts violated a section of the dress code that calls for no harmful words or terms when jessica and stacy pressed for more resources for the lgbtq students within the school like its own gay straight alliance so that the words queer and lesbian wouldn't be viewed as controversial they were allegedly shut down yeah they so the students were like well we can take steps to make it we can educate our fellow students also the words uh queer and lesbian don't have to be bad words um like queer and i do understand queer can be used as a slur we've seen it used as a slur uh mm-hmm. before um but when one when you're calling yourself that and you are in that community it's different uh forget what dave Chappelle said that's not true uh when you, when you're in that community you can call yourself whatever and then also um if you said like what was what was it lady lesbian or something like what was what was so bad about that one like it, let's say you think queer is a bad word okay cool you you're not up on that what what's con what's so what's the what's the bad harmful message in calling yourself a lesbian lady lesbian yeah what what how's that a slur 
lesbian is a term it don't matter to them you said a bad word yeah so um yeah martin county schools didn't respond to a request for comment however superintendent larry james told uh local kentucky station wymt that any miscommunication has been resolved we definitely do not do not want any of our students to feel like they're discriminated against it hadn't been resolved what are we talking about here right uh one of the students said we want the administration to really treat others equally because we want the ability to express our identities just like the students who wear trump apparel religious apparel or the confederate flag come on i know we are in a rural christian republican community but we want tolerance our shirts aren't hurting anyone it's unfair that because the staff have certain beliefs they treat students differently and scare them into not speaking out we want justice now see that shit is what i'm talking about you got kids coming to school and other shit but this but those aren't harmful so make america great again not a harmful message to anybody right confederate flag not a harmful message to anybody because if this was a rule it wouldn't be tolerated for that shit either right like you tell by how you how you how you enforce the rule is how you tell me what's what's real it's like twitter right we don't want any white supremacists on here blah 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 okay cool so then these are the words white supremacists use get those accounts off of here whoa 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 we can't do that because if we did that we'd end up kicking off some gop senators and and okay but you said i mean then it sound like you'd be kicking off some white supremacists that just happen to be vlp senators so like gop has a white supremacist problem not oh but now you can't do it right okay so this is a, oh we're gonna shut down people saying the n-word well everyone getting kicked off saying the n-word are black people using it uh black people can use it not on twitter we gotta be fair we gotta do this right so you can't kick off people that use white supremacist words because they might be a politician but you can't kick off black people that use nigga as a term of endearment for what reason now like that's the difference you know and i feel like that's what happened at this school um anyway that, terrible um and i'm glad the only ray of sunshine in this is the students themselves and the allies students the students that actually have some empathy um stepping up and being like this is wrong and and also one beautiful thing about the age we live in now children are not powerless there's so many avenues and there's so many resources that they didn't have before so now you're attacking the student body and they've educated themselves don't you think they've seen the the, the parkland uh teenagers and all these teenagers that's organized and, and done you know done these great things that was and people have mimicked them and she let it was like oh we're not going to deal with that what we're going to do we're going to get together protest do whatever we got to do so you're talking to you're not talking to a dumb student body that would just bow down to the shit that you give them and i know we talked about dave Chappelle ad nauseum yesterday and i'm sure there are some people that probably felt a way about that or whatever um but it's you know you clicked on our face right we can say what we want um but um this is part of the reason that it's just jokes doesn't cover when you're mocking lgbtq people right because we're talking about a crisis of kids being picked on and literally suicide rates out out of off the you know just sky high um harassment rates sky high and an environment where you have an administration that is so antagonistic towards them with policies and 
erasing the protections that they had instituted under the obama administration that says hey you can't fire someone for being trans well now you can't so we're not talking about a society where we say oh well everybody gets picked on and i'm just making these jokes because everybody gets it the same everybody doesn't get it the same Mm -mm. and also you don't pick on everybody Dave Chappelle doesn't pick on everybody. No comedian does. Any comedian says that is lying. Any fan that defends a comedian for that is lying. They're lying to you. No one picks on everybody equally. They have a point of view, and it typically is one that they espouse in real life unless they're playing a character on stage. Most of the time, they're like, I believe the shit I'm saying, and I'm going to find a way to make you laugh about the things I believe. So it is a weird dichotomy to exist where it's like, i find him laughing at uh trans people talking about grabbing at genitals and and all this shit i find that hilarious and also at the same time um man i wish these trans kids stop killing themselves i wish these kids would stop picking on them well what jokes do you think they're picking on them with you know when you have a a dude with a platform like that that we know his shit goes viral we know that his uh his commentary uh becomes a thing in the cultural zeitgeist who do you think is hearing that and relaying that back you know like I, i don't know if people think about that shit anyway um tsa is pressuring trans people into showing their genitals before they can board a plane what uh, September 15, 2017, Olivia stepped into a full body scanner at Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport. When she stepped out, a female transportation security administration officer approached. On the scanner screen was an outline of a human body with a, the groin highlighted. The officer told Olivia that because of something, the scanner had detected a pat down would be necessary. As a transgender woman, Olivia, 36, had faced additional TSA scrutiny before. On those occasions, a manual search at the checkpoint had been enough to assure the TSA officers that there wasn't a weapon or explosive hidden in her undergarments this encounter with the tsa was very different after patting down olivia and testing her hands for explosive residue the officer said that she still couldn't clear olivia to board her flight and that a further search would be required olivia was led to a private room where she said the officer patted her hand down olivia's legs and over her groin i told her if the issue is what you are let me tell you what that is it's my penis said olivia who agreed to be interviewed only if she identified by her middle name because she fears people will treat her differently if they know she's transgender soon after three other tsa officers all of them women and at least one of them a supervisor entered the room tsa rules require passengers be searched by officers of the same gender at the press as they present but according to olivia the tsa supervisor told her that she would have to be patted down by a male officer after olivia refused to be searched by a man the officer told her that because she was not consented to a search she could not board her flight and would be escorted out of the terminal oh. olivia said she started crying and pleading with the officers can i just show you she recalled asking them the tsa officers aren't supposed to allow passengers to remove the undergarments but olivia said the officers in the room with her did not object when olivia pulled her ruffled black and white skirt and underwear down to her ankles olivia was then cleared to go to a gate yep um the tsa can just be like you got to do that um as humiliating as that has to be you know even if you're just cisgendered right even if you just get pulled to a, a room by the same fucking people same gender as you and they go all right pull out your fucking genitals we need to look at them 
that's already humiliating period then you have this extra level of it um and it sounds like they don't really have anything in place right 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 like, or they violated what was in place because they said same gender as you present and then went we're gonna need a man to come in here so they clearly didn't give a fuck about the policy or know it well enough uh to understand the extent of the pro- problem pro publica reviewed the policy publicly available complaint data from the tsa's website ask and ask transgender travelers to provide accounts of their experiences at airport checkpoints the review which covered civil rights complaints filed from january 2016 to april 2019 found that five percent or 298 complaints were related to screening of transgender people even though they are estimated to make up slightly less than one percent of the population so you have a much higher so basically the math is if you are trans you have like a five time higher rate of getting stopped than someone who is cis you know because you only represent about one percent of the population you five percent of the check five percent of the issues are you like us being like hey we gotta pull you over and talk to you that's a yeah you probably go through tsa nervous i i never i you know in all fairness with my own privilege never had really thought about this the idea of you know you go through that body scanner thing at the tsa and i never thought about yo what if you're trans and somebody's like you know now you got a whole nother level of tension i'll just be thinking about being black or having a beard or my wife having natural hair and shit and yeah this is another fucking level of humiliation and ostracization that happens and you know many of us take it for granted you know meanwhile tsa don't stop shit like tsa is not stopping terrorist attacks like you know what i mean like tsa is basically a glorified uh you know um just uh they might as well wave a magic wand over you you know so yes yeah that's horrible um anyway um yeah, this is some horrible news today guys i'm sorry but i we got to talk about it yeah and i know for me that's one reason why uh whenever we go through the tsa i wear yoga pants no matter the weather right uh, because uh what i realized is that the tight of your clothes when it poofs you normally don't have that issue and right but if you have other genitals than the ones right. people feel like you should it's probably going to flag something right and and it's fucking ridiculous as long as you because after they do the thing and be sure you don't got no explosives it should like not to find it the interaction should end then like that literally should be the end of the interaction uh malik yoba he's making the rounds uh look grand opening grand closing like this is such a fast and sad story allegedly i don't know how we'll find out how true it is eventually i guess but he originally came out as a straight quote you know came out in quotes as a straight man who was attracted to women and that he doesn't differentiate between cisgender and transgender women okay in the instagram post the actor who uh you guys know from new york undercover and empire and tyler perry movies uh says um he it was a video of a man who was picked on by other black men um who uh the man apparently was dating a trans woman and so the other men were filming themselves like mocking him calling him names and and all kinds of just you know horrible homophobic transphobic shit and so the caption under it uh malik yoba says attention black 
and all men this is not okay in all caps this video is another heartbreaking example of the homophobia transphobia hatred and hypocrisy we as black folks black men in particular have to name face and call out and do the work to heal this is exactly why i will be at trans march on dc hosting a workshop called love and trauma the trans experience september 27 2019 details to be determined his name is maurice reese willoughby a 20 year old baby who killed himself from an apparent drug overdose after his girlfriend left him due to abuse clearly as evidence in this video this young man was confident in his choice to love who he loved but the uninformed men around him haven't been taught by us that love is love and acceptance of trans love is okay and bullying has nothing to do with masculinity or heterosexual behavior ultimately his mental and emotional health was not intact enough and the fragility of his life as he saw it was too much to bear oftentimes this type of shame and ridicule can lead to the murders of women uh, of the trans experience that's true not okay clearly he didn't get the support of his peers who think that toxicity equals masculinity and humanity uh i know we're almost at the break i'm still i'm almost done um that being a real man means we must disrespect and demean those that find themselves attracted to women of the trans experience the fact that he was trans attracted presumably meant that he had no safe space to go to to find support he needed to navigate the love of a woman of the trans experience in a world that constantly tells you you're wrong trans people deserve love and respect as do those of uh, of us that love them i love all women and count myself among those that find themselves trans attracted and i too felt the self-imposed shame that comes with that truth but it's time to speak up it is not about genitalia or sex but about attraction to the soul and humanity of an individual and often the beauty that is in the courage and the conviction to live one's truth as a self-identified cis heterosexual man i too am learning what it means to be trans attracted many of us famous and otherwise that have struggled with accepting our attractions so we did nothing this must change and then the prayer hand emoji all right so new section we're back um a lot of people uh were of course applauding him for bringing attention to the issue um you know it was cool to see you know people celebrating that were like yo you know finally you know a black man is not afraid to admit this um because so much of the uh one on the one hand is also a huge problem that you have black men being the ones that kill the most marginalized endangered people within our community which are trans women of color so a lot of times the people that kill them look they're men they, they're, they're black men so uh to see somebody so vehemently be like yo we have to stop this mocking and belittling these men one they're fragile and they may abuse or kill a trans woman because they've been mocked by these other men right then in this case he killed himself uh via drug overdose or whatnot i don't know if it's intentional or not but you know people are basically being like yeah this dude is dead and his people were is the dudes that's supposed to support and love you was out here calling him names and mocking him and all this type of shit so you know um and they thought that shit was funny you know which why it's not just jokes it's just that's why it's not just jokes i'm sorry to be the fucking party pooper on that shit but that's why the fuck is not just jokes man so what were these jokes then are these just jokes too 
if i guess if you say it on a stage of netflix it's cool you know what i mean like it's just it's why people don't fuck with those jokes man i'm sorry to be that person but it's kind of fuck it should be obvious to everybody but some people don't have that like i said empathy is a thing that a lot of people don't have so you know after hearing that i thought reading that i said yo he a real one for that like like hats off like not too many people brave enough to admit that and then also not too many people um calling out the community on that not too many people about man grand opening grand closing less than 24 hours later um he it was revealed that um he may have done this with an ulterior motive because one trans woman uh came out and claimed that he should not be praised because she said he paid her for sex while she was still a teenager new york's child sex abuse law means malik will have to face the music sorry to burst a lot of folks bubbles mariah lopez ebony wrote in a facebook post on sunday without offering proof of the claims the post promptly went viral and has been shared hundreds of times uh i don't know what proof you'd be able to offer but you know like i said i hope it's not true as with all this shit i never hope like i of the two horrible choices when somebody is accused of something like this i'd rather somebody be accusing them of something that's not true than for this to have happened um you know like with dwight howard where it turned out to like oh this person's a scammer and shit like i'd rather that happen than to see what the fuck happens when it's real but you know and of course that wasn't a criminal thing i don't think i can't remember what that person was all accused uh dwight of but on august 26th yoba posted a video of 20 year old maurice Willow. well what i just read y'all um it was not until a week later the media outlets began to take notice so he actually had okay he had actually said this last week and nobody said anything some social media users criticized yoba for his admission but many came to his defense and praised the actor that is when ebony made the startling claim that the new york undercover actor paid her for sex work almost 20 years ago when she was a minor his admission to being sexually attracted to trans women is bound to open up a doors box for him not because the women are trans but because many of the trans women he engaged in sexual exploration and exploitation with on 14th street times square and elsewhere were minors including myself she wrote ebony visited yoba uh, insisted that yoba would drive around new york city's meatpacking district looking for sex workers who were black trans girls she said she remembered the day she found out he was interested in her you always remember celebrity clients it's like time slows down you remember every detail blood pounding he was cute and polite don't get me wrong but i'm sure he knew what he was doing was wrong she recalled what malik paid me to do as a 13 and 16 year old wasn't love his ignoring that i was clearly a child prostitute wasn't love ebony went on to allege the actor begged for unprotected sex and was sure that she was not the only age sex worker he had been with um that was his love a bunch of caps and spelled out for trans women over the where was his love for trans women over the last 20 years where are his trans girlfriends something tells me i'm not the only one who's got dirt on this individual and something also tells me he didn't just up and decide to come out he was pushed careful not to make a fool of yourself supporting him and his message i'm sure i'm not the only trans person who was a minor when malik yoba first loved them she continued as of monday morning yoba has yet to comment on the allegations so i don't know what else is coming from that but man that was like a like what a dope story what a wow i can't believe you know this dude 
um you know really uh just didn't just come out but also you know as trans he says trans attracted i don't think that's actually a term didn't come out as just that but he also was like you know and shame on these people that's out here really look at this problem we have within the black male community the cis had been good like and then within like 48 hours like oh never mind <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. all right uh now let's uh well what should we do um you know what let's get out of here that's it all right it's labor day it's labor day you know it's our anniversary we gave you guys a show mm-hmm. get ready um, to go get anniversary dinner we didn't right. get anniversary breakfast yeah like it's our day and uh we appreciate y'all before we leave uh i can truly say time went by so fast because it don't feel like 17 years or is it just me Nah, definitely not time flies when you're having fun uh, or, or, or when you lose count like me yep <laughs> or when you lose count uh mel gibson carries a samurai sword through malibu mel gibson left his scottish claymore at home and instead opted for a more nimble sword when he set off for malibu the 63 year old braveheart star was seen saturday afternoon headed to malibu country mark trying to recreate the movie what's happening here which movie braveheart Braveheart, yeah i guess while clutching the hilt of a toy samurai sword well not braveheart they didn't have those kind of swords (laughs) along with japanese cutlery gibson was sporting a distinguished gray beard gibson was also near the annual malibu chili cook-off so it's possible the samurai sword was won by one of his children at the popular carnival a child can win a sword at a carnival What? we're okay with that what did they turn in mickey mouse coins i don't understand this we're okay with that here's a dangerous fucking weapon child have fun i bet you was five thousand tickets uh gibson welcomed his ninth child son lars with his girlfriend rosalind ross january 2017 man i'm telling you man you rich like that these young women do not give a fuck they're like i can get a piece of this old man's coins i'm about to pop out one of these babies i'm gonna bust it wide open like to think about busting it open for mel gibson after them tapes we heard so that like while we were hearing those tapes there was another person out there listening to the same things we heard him talking about i'll fucking kill you i'll bury you in a rose garden i hope you get fucked by a pack of niggers i hope you get raped while we were listening to that going oh my god this dude is horrible some woman out there was listening going oh my god they gonna break up i had a chance I can finally get some Mel Gibson seed. Okay, he is passing it out like the farmer's market. Okay, and I'm going to get some. Set for the rest of my life. All right. This motherfucker don't care. He got mad baby mamas. Right, and he'll be he'll be uh dead uh uh long before I will be. Yeah. Yeah. Mel has a seven child has seven children with his first wife. Then he has a daughter with Lucia, daughter named Lucia with the Russian musician Askana Gregorieva. Uh, gregoria all right gregoria yeah same thing uh he looks to he looked to be trying to stay under the radar as a st- with a sword as he was wearing sunglasses and a baseball cap while crossing the street into the popular shopping center he also appeared to be in great shape after focusing on his health last year and working with a fitness coach in australia 
uh revealing the regimen during an interview last year we don't know okay the the mel gibson known racist walking the streets with a sword because that's okay that's the world we live in Mm y'all good luck out there to everybody good luck to you all all right y'all we'll talk to y'all later until next time i love you i love you too